Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Lauren Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. I am a little late to the game, but I just finished the docu-series on Hulu or ID or um, Discovery Plus called Jared from Subway Catching a Monster. Oh my gosh, you guys, this was sicker than I could have ever imagined. So obviously I, you know, I watch the news, I pay attention to headlines and pop culture. So when this first came out, you know, in, I think it was 2015 or whatever, that Jared from Subway was going to jail for kitty porn. I mean, yeah, I was shocked, but I believe like they really did a good job. The the media, the police, whoever, from keeping these details, the actual sick details of this um, pretty private. So yeah, I'm like, okay, that's gross. He watched kitty porn. That's disgusting. Like, ew. But okay, yes, he did. But it was so much deeper than that. Um, I, I, again, I can't even repeat some of the things that were said on the documentary because it makes me sick to my stomach and I felt dirty watching it. I, I really, really did. I, um, there's things I want to say on this podcast, but you know, podcasts are forever. So if I say something, um, it might come back to haunt me one day if, you know, Jared winds up like dead in his cell. No, I'm just kidding. But really, so, um, I, I took a couple issues with, with this documentary and namely it was the way the FBI treated their whistleblower. Uh, Rochelle Herman. Rochelle Herman was the radio journalist that actually should get all the credit, all the glory um, for discovering the fact that Jared Fogle is a disgusting pedophile. So Jared Fogle, if you remember, um, at one point he was worth $15 million because he became the head of Subway for basically taking it upon himself to eat um, a Subway diet and he lost 245 pounds. So it was amazing for the Subway franchise. You know, they they had other people doing it and it was just this like happy story, right? He's just Jared from Subway. He was in movies. I mean, they had him in Adam Sandler's Jack and Jill. He was on Larry King. He pretty much, um, like I said, he was a pop culture icon. So um, he was not quite at the peak of his popularity, but um, radio journalist Rochelle Herman in Florida was having him on during a a radio tour he was doing. So he was going to do a quick radio interview, and then they were going to go over and do a television interview after at the local school, and the kids at the school were going to watch. So Rochelle says that, you know, that day basically changed her life forever. So she basically says, like, Jared was kind of flirting with her, like, kind of cocky a little bit, you know, um, trying to hold her hand before the interview. And then she said five minutes before um, the interview began, he whispered in her ear something that, you know, she'll never forget. And it changed her life forever. He whispered, I think middle school girls are hot. 
And at first she's like, oh my gosh, did I hear that right? That's that's disgusting. And, and she heard it right. And she was forced to just go through this interview. But she could not get this out of her head. So, you know, she decides as a journalist, I'm going to try to get close to this guy to get more info. So uh, long story short, that's what she does. She ends up recording um, several conversations, lengthy conversations they have. And she's doing this for for quite some time before she finally is like, oh my gosh, this is bigger than I ever imagined. I have to go to the FBI. And I believe this was after, you know, Jared said something like um, the youngest kid he had ever had sex with was like 11 or 12. And I, I, like I said, I have a hard time even saying this because I, I felt sick to my stomach like the whole night. And I just Ugh, it's like, I think I'm just like, oh my gosh, who would have thought Jared from Subway would have been this vicious child rapist predator? I mean, guys, it's like these people are right under our nose and, and it's disgusting what he what he said, what he did, what he wanted. Um, but But anyway... This is when I started to get a little twisted. So Rochelle brings the tapes to the FBI and they're like, okay, Rochelle, um, we, you know, this is, this is insane, but we can't accept these because, you know, it's illegal to record somebody without their permission. So technically we could put you in jail, but instead we're going to force you to be our informant to um, bust this guy. So Rochelle basically had no choice. And over the course of years, okay, guys, think about this, years, this poor woman had to pretend to have a relationship with him where she had to pretend that she was a pedophile as well and that she was interested in bringing children into the bedroom with them. So I was just, oh my gosh, I was I was sickened and I was sickened for her. And as she's telling this, I mean, you can just see, like when she, before she met Jared, you can tell she's just this vibrant woman. And I kept thinking like, what, what's changed with her? Because really it's only been like 10 years, you know, and, and she, she seemed to look drastically different, but you know, she ended up getting very sick, very, very sick. And this absolutely took a toll on her, um, as it would anybody. It put stress on her children. She said at one point, her daughter, she had tapes in her office um, and, a, and notebooks, and she had them hidden, and her daughter found them, and she read them. And what Rochelle had in those notebooks, no child should ever read. So Rochelle, pretty much her, her life was turned upside down because of this. And in my opinion, the FBI did not treat her very well. They um, essentially, after you know some time, like years, cast her aside because it just wasn't working. They had tried to get Jared to cross state lines to have sex with a child. That's how they could bust him. Rochelle said she was going to throw a party for her son for his birthday and she was going to hook Jared up with some kids. And um, that was supposed to be the bust that he, you know, he travels over state lines to um, have sex with a child. But his plans changed. So Rochelle was absolutely crushed. And at this point, the FBI is like, yeah, this is not working. And she is in this state of like, oh my gosh, I just blew up my life. I am you know, in such a bad place. And on top of that, this pedophile, this sick freak is raping children on the reg and doing God knows what out there. And essentially, Jared gets tired of Rochelle, right? Because she just will not meet up with him in person because now, you know, that she's not the FBI behind her. So he's sick of this, this phone relationship. He kind of gets over her. So, um, you know, at, at one point, Rochelle just starts to lose her mind and she's like, you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to release all the tapes on my radio show. And this is after she decides to go to um, 
the the police in Florida. So the police are like, wait, what? What's going on? They almost didn't believe her. And then they actually called the FBI and the FBI is like, oh, no, this is an ongoing investigation. You guys got to back off. And then, you know, the police eventually told her what Rochelle was considering doing. And then literally an hour later, the FBI show up at Rochelle's house, flip everything upside down, take everything she had, everything she worked um, for to, to, you know, nab Jared because they considered her a risk at this point. So uh, to me, I was just like, this is so crazy that um, the FBI can force you to do something. And and I, I mean, it's like, can't they see this woman is just deteriorating? She is just, oh my gosh, it was so sad. And I, again, I don't know much else at this point other than what she said in the documentary about, you know, the FBI resources and this and that. But my gosh, this woman should have had therapy while she was going through this because at one point, Jared starts to talk about her own kids who were 10 and 11 at the time um, in saying like, oh, can we put cameras in your kid's room? Like, which kid do you think I should, you know, mess with? And she, I mean, it's it's absolutely, um, it's it's unspeakable. You know, it's, it's absolutely unspeakable. So essentially how they bust Jared is through um, his, one of his partners in the Jared Foundation, uh, Randy Taylor. So Randy Taylor, um, someone got a tip that he was involved with some bestiality, which is, again, fucking so disgusting, these people. Um, so they ended up raiding his house and they found like tens of thousands of videos of kitty porn. He had uh, cameras in his stepdaughter's rooms watching them change. And I'm just, guys, I'm just hitting the surface. There is so much more sick shit that um, went down. But anyway, you know, when Randy gets busted, obviously Subway and Jared are like, oh, no, we we cut ties. We had no idea. But, you know, I'm pretty sure at this point, Jared must have known it was just a matter of time. They ended up finding a text message um, between Randy and Jared where Randy sent Jared uh, some imagery of a child. And he said, I just tag team this for four hours. And I believe Jared's response was something like, when do I get to, to pound that for four hours? And I, again, I don't even like, I can't even say this because it's so freaking disgusting. But, um, uh, th- these men are absolute animals, absolute animals, and you know they belong in cages. But again, ugh, it's like if Jared from Subway could do this, I mean, it's the last person you ever thought of. <laughs> these people, parents, like stay vigilant. They could be right under your nose. You don't even understand. He was so good at hiding his private life, you know? So um, I think, again, part of my issue with this whole thing was just the way the FBI handled this and, and allowing him to roam free for, for so many years as they quote-unquote worked on this case. And I mean, you know, I don't know all of FBI protocols. I'm sure it's it's very complicated, but... Um, and I, and I know it is. I just, I would just feel incredibly frustrated knowing that someone is out there doing this and, you know, we could stop him, but we're not. So uh, this is why I bring in ex-special um, agent Gary Ewer from the FBI, who I, you know, I chat with just about just general things about, you know, the FBI and this case and the way they handle it. And I'll tell you, he made me feel a lot better um, because he, you know, in his experience and working with the FBI, he didn't handle things this way. So I was like, okay, I do feel a bit better. And just as a side note, um, this has nothing to do with Jared Fogle in this case, but I unfortunately got down this horrible rabbit hole of child predators on TikTok. And I discovered like the comedian Bobby Lee, you can look him up, you know him. I, I used to think he was funny. I, uh, 
I'm disgusted. I found a bunch of videos of him talking about having sex in Tijuana with a girl, a girl. He didn't know her age, but she was young. And um, I, he, he says that, and it's hard to even say, but uh, he says that, you know, he brought her back and she's crying the whole time, sobbing. And she continues to cry throughout, you know, the whole ordeal. And she's crying so hard during the ordeal that she, ordeal that she has snot bubbles. And by the ordeal, I mean him raping her. And um, he's laughing about her snot bubbles. And I, I can't even take it. And then I found another video, um, a similar story. And now I am just beside myself because if he is going out there laughing about this and joking about this, he does this on a regular basis. Now, I have no proof. Is he... Is he doing this for, you know, to be funny, for the cameras to exaggerate? Maybe. Maybe he is. Sure. But I don't think so. I have no way to prove it. But um, yeah, got to find someone who can prove this because that was so disgusting. And I just think that it's closer to all of us than we know. And, and you know, I mentioned this to, to Gary, uh, Special Agent Gary Ewer, but the fact that, you know, Jared on, on the documentary – he was in New York. He was in New York City, my home. He was at a very nice hotel at the time, the Plaza or the Waldorf Astoria or something like that. And he was able to get um, 16-year-old prostitutes, two different ones, to come to him by you know the snap of his fingers. So it's going on right under our noses. And there are poor kids out there that are forced to do this. And... Um, you know, I just want to figure out how I can I can help and just, you know, put a stop to it. But anyway, let me play the interview with Gary Ewer and then um, I'll end with some closing comments. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. The stress and crowds of holiday shopping can put a damper on your holiday spirit, and you don't always find all the perfect gifts you're looking for. The Virginia Lotteries games make easy and tremendously fun gifts for all the adults in your life, even you. Spruce up your gift-giving game this holiday season with the Virginia Lottery. The Virginia Lottery's holiday scratchers are a gift any adult will love. Treat yourself to some winter wonderment and play the Lottery's holiday online instant games from anywhere in Virginia. Visit valottery.com slash holiday. Please gift responsibly. Lottery games are not for minors. Okay, guys, I am here with former special agent for the FBI, Gary Ewer. Now, Gary's joining me because I just had, like I reiterated, I had so many questions about FBI protocol and, you know, what they put this woman, Rochelle Harmon through the radio journalist, that was the whistleblower for, for Jared Fogel. So, um, Gary, thank you so much for jumping on the line with me. Oh, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, of course. Of course. So I think number one, right. When, you know, and I know you haven't, I know you haven't watched the documentary yet. So I'll, you know, I'll spell a lot of stuff out for you. But initially, 
when Rochelle Herman brought these tapes to the FBI of her recording Jared Fogle on the phone and him saying that he wants to have sex with children, nine to 10 year olds, and he wants her to find them for him and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. She brings this to the FBI and they basically say, look, we can't do anything with these, but you know, what we could do is um, arrest you because what you did is illegal. And um, if you don't comply and basically be our informant, then we're going to turn you in. I mean, to me, that seems very uh, harsh. Is that normal? You know what? We, we never operated that way. I mean, mm -hmm. that, that was, you know, people, like I said, I, I worked organized crime and, 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 and getting people to step forward and to help us, to talk to us at that time. It was like hen's teeth trying to get somebody to help us, to give us information. So we yeah. never operated that way. It was more of a, um, we really had to, 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 to um, um, how can I say, take care of the people that are, that are, were calling in right. to give us information and try to, and try, and try to, you know, um, grow that trust. I mean, there was, there's, there's mm -hmm. a huge trust factor when people, especially dealing with anything criminal, but especially with OC, um, yeah. organized crime, people are, are really, you know, reluctant to take that step. So whenever we had it, um, we, 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 we cherished it and tried to, to nurture it. So no, we would never find that, that, um, yeah. you know, uh, um, yeah, so that wasn't what, uh, our, our SOP. That's very, it's, that's why I, you know, I'm watching this and I'm like, there seems like there could be a better way than to sort of threaten this woman and, and sort of beat her into submission here and say, okay, you have to do this. So that was my first question. Like, and let's say, Gary, let's say she said, wait, no way. I don't want anything to do with this. What kind of jail time would you be looking at um, for recording somebody over the phone and, and giving these tapes to the FBI? You know, I, I don't know. That would have to depend on what state she was in. I think a lot of uh, um, laws mm. were, were are, are, it was are, Florida. It was are Florida. predicated on, on state laws. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there, there's all kinds of laws that, that you know, you, you when you're recording somebody, whether it's audio or video or both, which yeah. you, you can't, I know you cannot do anyway. It's either one or the other. One person, you know, most laws, one person has to be aware of the recording. So she, you know, she may have been okay, but yeah. you know, maybe she wasn't aware of the law. But I, I just, yeah, that, that, that for somebody coming forward to try to Help. help law enforcement, especially with such a horrific, you know, crime of, uh, of abuse of children. So I, you know, I mean, um, are we talking years, yeah. months? Like, what are we like? I, I just don't, I guess I don't understand. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't speak to that. Yeah. I couldn't speak okay. to that. Yeah. I, I'm not aware of uh, Florida law, so I wouldn't be able to speak to that. Yeah. It, it seems very strange. So at this point, you know, this woman, Rochelle Herman says, okay, I have no choice here, but to do what they want. So she ends up spending years of her life, Gary, pretending to be um, in this secret relationship with Jared Fogel and also concurrently pretending to be a pedophile like him. Now, this is, it's getting to her head. She's, you know, she's, uh, she's a changed person because of this. And yet the FBI is still forcing her and forcing her to do this. Now, today, let's say in 2023, do you think there would be resources where somebody could get like therapy during all of this? Um, I, I would, I would pray that there are out mm. there for, 
you know, uh, um, civilians, but especially for people in law enforcement. Um, yeah. You know, uh, so I, I, again, that's something that uh, I, I, I pray that uh, um, uh, she gets that help because that that is really. I mean, it's just too a late, bit Gary. That you just told me about it's this. It's too late. Yeah. It's too late. She yeah. can't. She's done. Her life is is ruined. It's very obvious. But I mean, did you guys ever do that in organized crime? Did did one of your informants just get so um, mentally invested that they just completely changed and you needed to get them therapy? Well, I mean, you know, one one of the the, the, the things that I'm I'm going to be speaking to is with regard to sources is mm -hmm. I don't know if, if if you heard of the the Sarah Lawrence, um, you know, sex cult. All right. Uh, no, well, I haven't. They're, they're, yeah. All right. Well, it was something that just happened a couple of years ago, and 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 peripherally, and I can't even speak to it yet, but I was involved in in that investigation prior to it it it. Um, coming to uh to uh the surface yeah so um so it, with regard to having sources and and where they can go um mm -hmm. it, it it can be to a nightmare like this woman just did with jared you know yeah. being involved in that mm -hmm. to to where i've had other sources that were literally like um angels literally angels in fact i, I called one saint michael because he stepped off you know the uh, uh, the sidewalk and 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 helped um, with with uh, with violent uh, violent criminal um, um, wow. act in the city and and wow. not only did he do it once he did it twice he actually had to come back in and testify so I mean there there, there are wow. the, uh, on the continuum of sources just amazing people you know like Saint Mike all the way back to <laughs> other sources that are 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 you know dangerous so having under uh, you know having experienced that i can sort of speak to it but um I, I i really feel for this this woman who tried to do the right thing and then ended up getting um yeah. um so damaged uh, for that mm -hmm. and uh, and that's my so. issue is that she um you know a lot of informants you know they're forced to do this because they've committed a serious crime and you know her crime wasn't wasn't serious she just wanted to um, stop a pedophile a from being a predator. Right. So, you know, right. there's a part where you think it's, it's going to be all over for Jared, where they basically, the FBI says, okay, all of this, this stuff that you are getting from him, like him. So he ended up admitting to Rochelle Herman that he had the youngest, um, child he had been sexual with was 11 years old. Now he tells her this and, you know, the FBI says, okay, we can't do anything with this. Like we can't do anything with this. So they plan where, um, she has her son's birthday and she says, you know, I'm, we're going to find children at the birthday to, you know, be intimate with. And so she basically convinces him that, you know, to cross state lines for this party. So that's when the FBI is like, okay, we got him, you know, we'll do that. And you know, then he cancels and she is just devastated because she wanted this to be over. So then, you know, at this point he cancels, she's very frustrated. And, um, the FBI says, yeah, there's nothing we can do right now. I mean, to me, that is so heartbreaking that they're, they're kind of just like putting their hands up and just letting this guy roam free. Do you know what I'm saying? It just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem just. Yeah, no, no. Um, it, it is, you know, one of the things, if you wanted to, to um, 
get any law enforcement official's attention that, that I ever worked with, especially mm-hmm. in all the task forces and in the bureau and the city is talk about, you know, hurting a child. Right. Yeah. I mean, that just gets, you know, any, anybody, any human being attention. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that what happens is, is that there, there, there is, you know, like I said, laws and protocols that you have to follow that protect, um, you know, other people that may be involved. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, the Bureau as investigators, especially tries to, tries to, you know, um, operate uh, in a, in a, in a very slowly in a specific um, uh, fashion. So, I mean, there, there, there's a lot of levels, convoluted levels that we haven't worked through. Like how, mm-hmm. how was she involved? Why did she decide to get involved with Jared? Yeah. I, I thought she was just a, you know, looking at him from the outside in, but being involved with him and then doing all this other thing there, there, there's some real dicey lines that, that get crossed and you have to be really, really careful with that. So mm. understanding that, and just, just a little bit that I, that you've just told me now, I would say that there is, there's many, many angles that need to be covered and, 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 um, um, understood and, and so that, you know, yeah. She doesn't get hurt, but also other people that she's involved with don't get hurt, and especially investigators. And, well, and then you have the Justice Department overseeing the whole thing too. So, right. Um, they put her up to this though. Like she, she basically, okay. you know, they they made her do. They said, okay, this is the deal. We're gonna do this birthday. You have to basically pretend that you're scouting out children for him. And and you know, she was like, you know, the poor woman was so uncomfortable. At at certain points, Gary, he was talking about her own children, and she was just like. You know, she was sick yeah. to her stomach. It was so difficult. So at this point, when the FBI is like, you know, there's nothing we can do right now, da da da, and they kind of just like brush it to the side. Jared loses interest in Rochelle, right? And so she is just left in this puddle. She is just this puddle who knows this man is out there sexually abusing and raping children and she can't do anything about it. So then they deem her as a risk because she says, you know what, guys, you know, fuck you. I'm going to go and just, I'm going to, put all the tapes on my radio show, right? I'm going to just out him that I've had enough. Well, then they deem her a threat. So then they put her, you know what I mean? Then they go to her house, they raid it, they take everything. And it's just this entire mess. So he really doesn't get caught until a year later when it's actually his partner, one of his partners in his foundation. Um, They found, they had, they got a tip that he was involved in bestiality or something like that. And then they ended up finding like, tens of thousands of videos worth of child porn in his house that he was also sending to Jared. So this is eventually how Jared got caught. Um, And then, you know, Rochelle Harmon hears about this and it's just, it must've been so frustrating for her, right? Like what, I I just don't understand why the FBI would just sort of cast her aside so quickly. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm really, really um, troubled to hear that, and I, I'm sorry that she, she, you know, was, um, yeah, you know, was, was dropped like that and treated mm-hmm. like that. I mean, like I said, we, we, we cherished any kind of, you know, um, you know, uh, offer of, of information at any level when we were, when yeah. we were running. So I, 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 I find it disturbing to, to, to hear mm-hmm. that happen. I mean, I mean, I'm uh, so happy but, uh, to they're, hear they're, you say this. <laughs> like, I'm so happy. Oh yeah. No. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it's it's just the way you treat everybody, but especially your 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 
your sources because mm. you know you they're they're trusting you and and you have to build this 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 exchange of trust to to continue and right. and you and uh, you know we 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 are are we, we pledge to uphold the constitution and protect the weak and the innocent and that's everybody but especially sources you know yeah. who are taking a risk to help us you know um find crime and and to get information so you know it, it's just one of those things that um you know mm. uh we we were broken in uh, the right way you know commissioner yeah. carrick like a, uh you know you that's how that's how you how we operated so yeah i think after yeah. watching this documentary it really um it just it obviously besides like i can't even stomach the um the pedophilia stuff i can't even like say it uh but just in general the way this woman was treated by the FBI, I it made me really nervous to ever want to come forward about something where I was just like, you can see this woman and what it did to her and how she was just, you know, tossed aside like garbage because her plan didn't work out because, you know, Jared's schedule changed. So I think that talking to you makes me feel better and that that's not always the case, <laughs> right? It generally is not the case at all with with um, these informants. Yeah, well... Witnesses. Well, we can only hope that that was the exception and not the rule, you know, I yeah. mean, it, it, any of these things can always happen, you know, as a one off. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's horrific, especially involving yeah. children's safety. I mean, I, to me, my one of my main focus now in, in the retirement is to find, you know, and be a part of, you know, a, a group of mindset you know, to go and, and, and help rescue children that are in, in, in these situations. Oh, you know, wow. and to prevent that from continuing. Yeah, no, that, that, uh, absolutely. That, you know, wow. I, I, I pray every day, several times a day to be, oh. to be part of that, of the legacy, you know, to go and find, you know, one child, you know, when, when, whenever we, whenever I instruct or do something, let's say with firearms or tactics, I always said my whole career that if there's one thing that I say today that mm -hmm. helps save somebody's life, my career is a su success. Yeah. More so compounding that if I, you know, in my, in my existence, if I can help save one child, uh, I feel that, um, you mm. know, I've, I've, I'm a success. So that's where I'm, I'm moving to. That's where I'm focusing in. And, and so for your, the fact that your, your, your focus is this documentary mm -hmm. and, and where, you know, about child abuse, I, I'm, I'm very, very um honored that you called me to ask me to speak about it oh, if yes. there's anything that that i can help set you know uh, yeah. bring insight well. <laughs> and, and understanding to you know that this this would be the most important topic as far as i'm concerned yes so, so okay so i do i mean i want to just like quickly close out the um the jared fogel stuff and rochelle Harmon stuff but you know essentially as an agent, um, you know, you've, you've really shown me like, I guess your personality and your true colors. And I don't know, like who was part of this team, um, you know, pursuing Fogel and using Rochelle Herman. But like I said, it was just very troubling that there wasn't more urgency behind it. And I don't know if like at the time they were just like, oh, he's just, you know, he's just talking. It's just fantasies, but no, he was, abusing these kids and raping them as the investigation is ongoing and there's nothing they could do. So that to me was infuriating as a mother, um, just knowing, you know, a predator yeah. like that is out there and that no one's really 
doing anything. You know, it really, it really upset me. But um, just this, a side note, I went down this rabbit hole right after this. And I talked, I talked about this in the commentary um, at the beginning of this podcast, but there's this comedian named Bobby Lee. You can look him up. If you go deep into like Reddit or TikTok, um, you, you find stories of him talking about uh, sleeping with, he says girls, he says he doesn't know their age, but they're, uh, you know, he picks them up in Tijuana or, you know, different countries. And, you know, there's this one uh, story that's going around with Bobby Lee saying this on a podcast, like such a, such an asshole. I mean, absolutely disgusting. He talks about uh, a girl he slept with in Tijuana who um, was crying the entire time and she had snot bubbles. He says this, he actually says this, and it is so disturbing. And there's one more podcast where he says something similar and I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, if he's talking about this openly, uh, there's no way he doesn't do this shit all the time. Right. And these people, Gary are right under our noses. They are right there and they are getting away with it. How do we stop these people, especially the famous people? You know, I, I, I'm tracking with you and I, I'm, I've been, you know, following this, this level of, 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 of depravity and evil um, that is uh, in and around us. And, and I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm just pushing off the dock now starting this. So I just, I just, I do know that there is an army of, 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 of qualified people, especially in retirement, both mm -hmm. in the military side and law enforcement side, who want to uh, delve into this. I mean, I, yeah. um, and 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 to and to help save these kids and to, and to shut down, yeah. you know, the 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 the, the, the whatever you want to call it, the corporate, you know, <laughs> level uh, of of uh, that yeah. is being as being um, run at, and and mm -hmm. so to 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 hear you know, the, these specific, you know, uh, uh, um, experiences being, you know, uh, shared by yeah. the, by these monsters. I, I they laugh I, about yeah, it, Gary. I, they I, laugh about it. It, it irked me in my core. I cried. And this is just me, like literally yeah. on the bus home from dropping my son off at school on TikTok. I'm like crying on the bus, listening to this disgusting yeah. animal, this savage animal yeah. tell the story. And one other thing I'll say about Jared that really got to me, Gary, is that he told Rochelle, when he was um, staying in New York City, he got busted in New York City because uh, I think he was at the Plaza or he was at a really nice hotel. He used this um, prostitution service, this hooker service, and he specifically asked for 16 year olds and he got them. He got them. That kills yeah. me. I mean, I know it's out there, but it's like you don't ever think about it, right? A 16 year old um, going to this five star hotel. You know, I, I, it's just, it's so, so sad. It's so sad. I could not believe that. Yeah, it truly is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, well, I, 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 I'm, we, we cannot, but all be in pain when we hear this, uh, you know, if it, if it happens once or a handful of times, it's way too many times, but it, it, it's at a level where it's, you know, the numbers are just, you know, um, unfathomable and, mm -hmm. and we can't pray enough, but we also have to, um, we have to stand up and, 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 and fight against this and start working mm -hmm. towards it, organizing and, and educating people just like we're yeah. doing. 
Some yes. people can't put their 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 minds around the depth the depravity of it. And mm. and I think just by talking about it, by scratching the surface, people will go, okay, maybe there's something to this. Well, yeah, right. there yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And 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 and, yeah. and you know. Well, I think so, for me, like the the whole the whole uh just the fact that it was Jared Fogel, right? People were right. shocked. I mean, so it's like if it's like it's happening right under our noses it's like the person you least expect so parents i just i want to urge all parents to be vigilant about this because you know people never suspected jared fogel the subway guy are you kidding me like are you kidding me so i mean it's that just proves like it could be anyone people are so good at hiding their private sick lives yeah yeah so no no it is yeah it, it is networking now to keep our children safe, you know, so, mm-hmm. you know, educating and, and, and only letting, allowing them to, to, to uh, interact with people that are vetted, okay, through your network, that's how you keep your children safe, not by letting them just, you know, through the internet, mm-hmm. just uh, get connected with people that you don't know anything about. So that's right. the first thing that you do is, 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 is control their, their, their world you know, and their computer, you know, their, their, their ability to, to operate on the network, but, you know, on a yeah. smaller scale and, and, you know, um, the network of people that they interact with is, is what you need to control. And right. and that's how, you know, uh, it's an unfortunate, you know, um, um, reality and the state of the world right now, but when it yeah. comes to our children, there's nothing more important there. There are national treasure or our, you know, um, so, yeah. It's true. I mean, I'm thinking I, of the choir here. So yeah. <laughs> no, you are, you are. And that's why I'm like, I just, I, um, it, it's, I'm, I'm smiling right now just, but cause you said there are treasure and whatever, but no, it, it essentially, it yes. makes me, it makes me sick. And I don't even want, I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm not a fan of street justice. Cause I am, <laughs> but, um, no, right. <laughs> like, I just, I feel like, the punishment these pedophiles get is not enough, but that's just me. Um, but Gary, you've been so informative. And I want to tell all of my listeners that this is just the beginning of Gary and I speaking on this topic. We're going to have a lot more discussions about this, but I wanted to center this one specifically around Jared Fogel and Rochelle. But um, Gary, I know we'll be talking again soon, but thank you so very much. And now, is there anything you want to plug, like a Twitter handle or anything where people can follow you online? No, no, not at this point. No, no, okay. I'm, I'm uh, with your help. I'll get that offline some other down in the, down in the future. Okay. But uh, I, it's an honor to speak with you today. All right. Yes. And, um, all right. You know, if hopefully I, I helped you and and whoever your listeners may be um, mm-hmm. with with uh, some insight that that'll help. Um, you did. With, you made uh, you topic. made me feel um, slightly better about working with the FBI on something. Knock on wood. God forbid that ever should happen. <laughs> but um. <laughs> No, all right. all right. Gary, all right. you are thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. Okay, so that was special agent Gary Ewer, or ex-special agent. He definitely, we definitely talked, um, you know, it was it was general stuff, but he did, he made me feel better about just the way the FBI does treat their informants. And um, you know, I'm gonna 
sort of, I'm going to keep emailing Rochelle Herman because I, I don't know if I said this because now I forget what I said at the beginning of this podcast, but I did email her like at midnight when I was watching this documentary because I was just in awe of her. And I, I, I want more details. You know, I want these details that, um, she has with her experience with the FBI and trying to, to out Jared, because there's just so much to me, um, that doesn't add up. So anyway, um, well, I hope you liked this podcast. Um, You can rate and subscribe on Apple. And yeah, until next time, thanks for listening.